everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Well, yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 204th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. Man, does it feel like it's been a while. It's, it, it hasn't been a while, but I've been gone since August with these main episodes here, you know, the numbered ones. We left off with episode 203. That was back in August. Uh, so that was, it feels like so long ago. Now it's October, the first episode. Um, you know, over this past month, I went out to Ireland. I was traveling around Ireland for a few weeks with my family. It is a beautiful country. My God, it is awesome. And I think about it still every day. Oh, vacations move too fast. But uh, then I did follow that up by going down to Florida. I got to cover Jurassic World live tour. I'm sure you guys saw all my postings and videos and coverage here on the podcast itself. I uh, I went to a wedding. I caught up on stuff around the house and uh, played a lot of video games and stuff that I haven't done of, of late, I guess. Um, of course... You know, we stayed busy. We we did do a lot of stuff. Um, I did a, a bunch of stuff over on YouTube. Um, but, you know, we're back now. And I, like I said, I know we weren't really gone all that much. We did do five episodes over the five weeks we were gone. Uh, sporadically. It wasn't really on a schedule or anything. But, uh, yeah, that wasn't really the hiatus I was going for. Thanks, Universal. Everything was just chaotic as always every time i'm like you know i think i'm gonna take a hiatus or or you know take off a week or something universal's like no we got different plans we got we got a different thing in mind we're gonna release all this stuff all at the same time and just make you go crazy (laughs) so you know uh at least here for the podcast we did uh two episodes on battle at big rock so you know hey why don't we just drop battle at big rock so we did like uh you know the announcement episode where we're getting pumped up and then i did the full like coverage of it and then jurassic world live tour happened uh you know they invited us down for that special um event to cover you know uh, a, a full media day and everything and do a podcast roundtable, which we we caught on the fly down there. It was pretty awesome. We got to interview a bunch of people. If you didn't already listen, please go back and listen to that. Also, we did see the entire show. So, of course, naturally, we recorded a full spoiler podcast with myself and Aaron Beyer and Chris and Sam from Jurassic Outpost. They were there, too. So we did the full... Uh, well, actually, we did a spoiler-free in the first, like, 20-something minutes and then a full spoiler section for, like, probably another hour and a half or or so um but yeah don't listen to that if you have not seen the show at least don't listen to the 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 final portion but you can you can safely listen to that first 20 minutes or so and then we give you that full warning to get out of there 
you know, everything's going to be spoiled. But that was so, so much fun to cover. And then, of course, we had the big three being announced. What? <laughs> this is nuts. The big three are back. Alan, Ellie, and, and Malcolm. What? Why? This is nuts, guys. There is so much to talk about in the coming weeks, and we we can't possibly get to it all right away. We have a lot of stuff planned for you guys. We have um, some stuff being announced pretty soon. We've got some new segments coming, so we're going to announce all that stuff. I'm sure you've seen us teasing it overall on social media and whatnot, but uh, we've got some fun stuff planned for you guys Maybe we'll tease something later on. I'm not too sure. We'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I said, we've got a lot to discuss with all that news. We're going to be keeping on the discussion with Battle at Big Rock, with Jurassic World Live Tour, and, of course, talking more about the big three, the speculation, what's going on there. But uh, for now, why don't we go back to this episode because we're back with the Jurassic Mailbag. Finally, it feels like that's been so long because... Since we skipped out on September's mailbag, we it's been since the beginning, or you know what? Actually, I probably recorded that one in July, and that was that was our 200th episode, which, you know, we're only on 204 right now, so it doesn't seem like it's all that long ago, but our 200th episode, when we did the full, like, live recording from start to finish, the full episode with, like, 10 people on that episode, finally, me and Jennifer Evans are back again by ourselves you know regular old mail mailbag style we're gonna we're gonna get through it all we're gonna sift through all of your calls and your voicemails and well that's the same thing and your emails and all that stuff we're gonna get the bottom of everything and i think we actually did if i remember correctly my mind's a little scrambled sometimes but we uh i think we answered everything pretty well (laughs) this week but before before getting too deep here i did want to say congratulations to jennifer and josh on that announcement i don't know if you guys saw it but they are expecting a little Jurassic Tyke. And no, I don't mean the addition of the Brachiosaurus toy that released over the weekend, but a new baby Jurassic fan coming to their family next year. I am so happy. That was like such a shock to see uh, when, when they posted that online, especially because I recorded this entire episode with Jen and she didn't lean on whatsoever. So... Kudos to Jen for not giving it away whatsoever, um, keeping it secret and safe that entire time. Um, I'm sure she was just like feeling the pressure to just like be like, oh, guess what? But she didn't. She, she kept it out. But I am so excited for them. And this entire Jurassic family just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I love you both, guys. Congratulations. I am so excited. But um, for everybody, you know, going back to the mailbag, if anybody wants to be a part of the next mailbag, of course, you can call our voicemail line starting now, 732-825-7763. You can email us your audio files or your questions to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com, or you could head to our contact page on our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com to fill out our contact form. Now, of course, even though you haven't heard this month's episode just yet, we are already collecting questions for the next mailbag. But as always, I'd like to uh, take care of some business here so and catch you up on some of the stuff that we've been doing. Now, I know I've talked about them before, but over on YouTube, um, we've been doing live streams every Wednesday night. So I try to do this each and every Wednesday. I'll probably let you guys know if I ever skip one. But uh, I like keeping to this this format where every Wednesday night, I'll set up a live show for you guys over on YouTube to discuss 
you know, whatever is the the hot topic of the week, uh, the month, whatever it may be, or I'll ask you guys questions. I'll, I'll usually reach out on YouTube and say, what kind of stuff do you guys want to hear tonight? Um, and cover whatever that may be. So usually it's from around 9.30 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I try to get on there each and every Wednesday night. We have a blast. There's a lot of people in the comments section watching along, and uh, I have like a full production i try to make it a full production with audio there's video there's images there's there's guests sometimes actually i just did one last week um with with tim from collect jurassic and uh, i just kind of piped him in there into the segment just just because i was covering all the toys um the new uh the new stuff that's been released as of late like the brachiosaurus and the amber collection which i don't think the street date hit on that yet but They've been releasing them. They've been hitting uh, people's, you know, shelves and stuff. So we talked all about the issues surrounding those. So that was a, a pretty good conversation, and it was on a whim. I had just said it like almost minutes before going live. I'm like, "Hey guys, if anybody wants to watch, I'm doing this live stream." Tim's like, "I want to join," and I'm like, "All right, man, call in," <laughs> and uh, we did it. So it, it was a lot of fun. But um, try to try to go over to YouTube. I usually give you guys a heads up when it's happening, but typically it's around 9:30 to 10 p.m. somewhere in that range but uh please join us it's so much fun and outside of that um over the past month i'm not going to give you a breakdown of each and everything but i uh one of the some of the highlights that i have here are uh, my battle at big rock live reaction i um i set up the live stream just minutes before battle at big rock premiered on fx and i i you know i had it on my computer live streaming the uh the show it's or the, the whatever it was the short itself and then record my reactions that entire time the entire eight minutes of that short and then for like probably another hour or so after that i talked about uh my reactions to it what i thought what it had to offer it was so much fun and a ton of people were watching live that night that was outrageous and then i tried to uh talk with some people live after that it was it was such a blast that one was like a real highlight for me that was a good time um also outside of that we did a few merch hunts a few toy reviews some fun stuff there um my toy reviews have been just getting out of control i'm so sorry everybody <laughs> um i also uh i'm really happy about this one too it was probably like 20 something minutes long but i did a uh, Jurassic World live tour media day vlog where I I filmed myself. I filmed all the stuff going on. I filmed the other people that were down there. Um, I filmed this entire, uh, entire day's events. Uh, so if you guys want to see what it was like for us to visit Feld Entertainment Studios down in Florida... You can, you can see exactly what we did the entire day and get glimpses of the show itself and stuff like that. So I, I focused the camera on me a lot and different stuff throughout there. So I think that was a really fun video to put together and to cover. And I hope you guys really like that one. Put a lot of work into that, and I hope you enjoy it. But um, outside of that, we also have... Uh, Tom Fishenden, he's been doing the uh, Jurassic World Evolution Claire Sanctuary um, playthrough, so please go check out his videos because he's he's been doing them each and every week. He's he's I think he's like twelve videos in or so, and he's got many more coming. So each and every Friday. Stay tuned for Tom's Jurassic World Evolution Claire's Sanctuary playthrough. It's great. I love seeing the evolution of his park. Um, but yeah, so outside of that, moving on to a promo code. You guys have heard me talk about it before. Running Universal. 
Um, that's a new thing coming up to Universal Studios Hollywood where you can run through the theme park, run through the backlot tour area, and all you got to do is sign up and you can use our promo code JPPOD10. So that's JPPOD10 for 10% off your registration. Now that does cover five. Uh, 5Ks, 10Ks, and it does not cover the kids 1K. Um, This also does not cover team members who are the people who work there or also um, annual pass holders. So if you fall outside of that, you can use it for the 5Ks and the 10Ks, JPPod10 for 10% off. Now, moving over to our website just to cover, I know, I know, guys, I'm so sorry I'm reading all this stuff, but it's a lot to catch up on since we were gone for a while. But, um, just to highlight a few things over on our website, I did a full written review, uh, spoiler-free for Jurassic World Live Tour, covering all aspects of the show, um, from the uh, the Dino Tears, the people in the uh, dinosaur costumes and puppetry and, and animatronics, all that stuff. Also, the actors, I covered that. I covered the music. I covered just the show itself, the story, the writing, all of that. Um, so please go ahead to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. Read that full review if you want to get an idea if this show is for you or not. I suggest go see the thing anyway. It's amazing, um, especially the the canon stuff. I know we are all so um, in love with, with accepting canon material into the Jurassic series, and this is canon. This show is canon, and it doesn't stray from canon. It doesn't, like you know, make things not work. It's amazing. It fits in perfectly. Um, so please, please go see it. Also on our website, Tom did a review of Battle Epic Rock. So, you know, over this past month, there hasn't really been a lot of interaction from the other contributors just because I've been off. So I haven't really been doing it all that much. So please go read Tom's review, um, of Battle Epic Rock. He had some pretty insightful stuff to say about it. Also, Tom, speaking of him, this entire intro, um, he is doing a Jurassic World Evolution meetup again at the London London Natural History Museum. So I don't know if you guys went to the last one that he did, but he had some some great stuff, some goodies and stuff for everybody. They toured around the museum and uh, got a good look at the you know the dinosaur fossils and everything. And also this trip though, they're also going to be visiting the Crystal Palace dinosaurs. So they're, they're it's like a two part adventure. So this is going to be Saturday the twenty. 26th of October this year 2019 you're going to meet on the front steps at 10 a.m. so it's another fan meetup uh, an unofficial community event so make sure to just go out there and have fun even if you guys are not um, fans of Jurassic World Evolution the video game just go out there and have a blast you know you get to hang out with other Jurassic fans now of course this is in London so not everybody can go but if you are out in that area please Make some time. Tom is great. He puts together these fun events for the fans, and uh, I think that's important. We really got to do more of that here in the States, so let's follow Tom's lead and start doing these things, especially around Jurassic World Live Tour. I'd love to do that, but to find out more information, please go to our website where you'll find a a full write-up from Tom about the event. Just go to JurassicParkPodcast.com, scroll around, and I'm sure you'll see it. But my God, that has been a mouthful. I'm so sorry, everybody. Hopefully you stuck around because we have the Jurassic Mailbag. So why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off by digging into the Jurassic Mailbag. Jurassic Mailbag. 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 
Classic mailbag never fails. It makes me wag my dino tails. I'm Brad and Jen, your Jurassic Mail. It's Jurassic Mailbag with Brad Jost and Jennifer Tarek. Welcome back, everybody, to the Jurassic Mailbag, this time for the month of October. It's been it's been a very long time. I, it's October already? That's crazy. Jen, how are you doing uh, in this few months since we've been uh, not recording the, the mailbag? How are you? I'm good. It's fall. It's my favorite time of year. <laughs> I had a birthday, now I'm old, and oh, happy here birthday. we are. Yeah, it, I think the last one we did was August, um, which was, I believe, our 200th episode, which was, you know, only four episodes ago, but uh, <laughs> at least four main episodes. I think we've released like four or five uh, bonus episodes or whatever uh, in the meantime, and uh, that's because so much has happened. I meant to take like a full month off from recording, but... Universal decided, hey, there's a, there's a lot of stuff we want to say. And I was like, oh, come on, guys. Come on. I just wanted to relax for a month. But uh, we got we got a lot of Jurassic World live tour stuff. We got Battle at Big Rock. And we got um, the, the announcement of the big three returning. Now, I doubt we're going to cover much of any of that today. Um, because a lot of our emails and voicemails or whatever we have here is from the past few months. Uh, mostly I think before any of that stuff, like any of the information came to light. So we'll see what we have to cover here, but I hope you guys stick around and enjoy it. And probably next month, um, in November, uh, is when we'll cover a lot of the big news and stuff like that here in the mailbag. So I know we have a lot of stuff, Jen, do you want to, do you want to dive in and, and try to get through these as quick as we can? I'm ready to dive. It's weird that we haven't done anything since the 200th episode. I know. Weird to think about. I know. I and we 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 cut it off like right before we were going to record another mailbag for September. But uh, yeah, so so much has happened, and we'll get we'll get get to it. We'll talk because we still have more time. We still have like what a year and a half or so, right? For until I mean, the next movie, to be the slow time. This is supposed to be the slow time, and we're supposed to be like chilling a little bit here. Meanwhile, we're again chasing our tails. It, it. I don't feel like there has been a slow time as of yet. It's kind of crazy. I don't understand no. it. It's it's been constant news, whether theme parks or any of those things I already mentioned. Like it's just been nuts the amount of things that we, we have to talk about and new TV shows and Lego and and animated stuff on Netflix. Like there's just so much stuff. And uh, I'm glad they're not making us like just sit around waiting. Um, I wish they would have timed everything better um, and release stuff like, I don't know, differently. But what are you going to do? It's all happening at once. <laughs> yeah, no, no time to rest. No but we'll time, no we'll time. So I want to go ahead and start it off with a voicemail here. This is from Philip. So uh, let's hear what Philip has to say. Uh, hey, Brad. Hey, everybody that's on the episode uh congrats on 200 i think episodes yeah man it's been years uh i still remember when you did the 100 episodes uh special (laughs) uh it's what my aunt would call a bfd a big uh fill in the blank there deal (laughs) uh so yeah just wanted to say congrats uh thanks for being such a great part of the fandom uh you are the best. 
Oh. And good luck on picking up one of those Brachiosaurs. We're, we're all going to need it. Yep. Uh, have a great day, guys. Oh, thanks, Philip. That uh, that means a lot, dude. That's that's crazy. Uh, anybody that reaches out and says something like that just like warms my heart. Like that's awesome, dude. And I, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, he's been listening to to us for a long time. He's like he's been an avid caller of the mailbag, so it's it's always good to hear from you. Um, and and you're timely with your with your message here about the Brachiosaurus. Like, oh well, maybe not. Wait, what day is this coming out? <laughs> Um, it might have come out already because I think the street date was October 6th, I believe, um, uh-huh. or 7th. And this is coming out like right at that time. So, yeah, man, uh, good luck to us all. I hope everybody has theirs already because they're probably yep, gone. Hope you got it. Hope you got it today. Yeah, I think this will come out on October 7th. And OK, that's it. Yeah. Hope it's today. Hope you got one. Oh, man. I know. I know. We'll, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in the next episode. But. That's another crazy thing. Like the fact that that was officially confirmed to be releasing. I know, I know they said it, you know, a, a few months ago that, you know, oh, the Brachiosaurus is going to be in Target. Don't worry. But nobody believed it. You know, so many people didn't buy it due to the history of Target and legacy stuff and, and how popular this item was going to be. So nobody really bought the fact that it was going to show up. Um, then we started seeing it trickle out that like, street dates were locked into their computer systems and stuff like that. So it's good to know that it is on the shelves and and it is out there. And I think it's like maybe like two at a time. So if you haven't gone, go now, stop everything, stop this podcast. Well, listen, no, you know, listen while you're going, like put it on in the car, put the headphones in, run into the store, listen to me say these words right now. Um, but yeah, so (laughs) thank you, Philip. Um, Let's move on here to the next one. This is, uh, I got a lot of reading today. I've, I've been like, oh, I've been really bad about the emails recently. And I, I very much apologize to everybody out there. But um, this one's from uh, Chance Nolan. And it's uh, subject is Jurassic World. And the message, hello, what do you prefer Mattel to make more of the three inch people or the amber collection? And uh, I don't know if we can answer this one or not. Uh, well, I know we definitely can. Uh, what do you think will be happening with Battle at Big Rock? <laughs> <laughs> will it come out um hmm okay thank you tell thank you exactly this is the one time we know the future can you believe that <laughs> they're always asking us like what's coming in the next movie and yeah we know the future at this one i know battle at big rock there, there's gonna be um some dinosaurs a battle, a, battle a, a very small battle but it'll be there and then there's a family and there's some cool stuff at the end and i think it will come out like um september 15th or something like that. I don't know what day yeah. it was. Um, somewhere I around there. It was. I think you're right. 15th. So, yeah. So, uh, it was awesome. Battle at Big Rock was so good. Did you, you like it? it? Cool. Yeah, we watched it. We, we watched it as it came on. And I mean, it, it, everyone's saying it's a shame it's so short, but it was really exciting for what it was. And I, I oh, loved yeah. the Allosaurus. It was really, really good looking. And the whole thing, I it was really good. And then I went and capped it for the vault and I got like even further into it by doing a frame by frame, trying to get the best stills, the best oh, yeah. screen caps for it. And even then, like some of those shots just look so good. And it, oh, it's, my God. it's a little dark though. It's it's dark like Fallen Kingdom was. So it's kind of hard to see really all the details unless like the light flashes or something, which is yeah. frustrating sometimes because it, it just looks so good that I just want to brighten it up so much. But, you know, people want like legit caps and not edited ones. Of course, but, yeah. 
yeah, I just wish it was a little brighter at some points, but man, it looked really good. Yeah, I really wonder how it looked on the big screen when everybody saw it just recently. That that's got to be awesome. Hopefully, more people can get the chance to see it on the big screen because maybe the, maybe some of those shots, you know, will brighten up. Um, you know, I know the the theaters try to get um like a better visual as far as like how the things are projected instead of watching it on YouTube or whatever it may be on Twitter, wherever you can watch it now. It's kind of like a shame that these are the only options available. We don't have like a true high def version that we can watch just yet. So right. hopefully I sometime. Do like, I do like to cap in 4K, which is what I've been doing the other ones in. And I mean, the best you can get here was 1080p on YouTube. And I was sitting in the closet during half of capping just because I couldn't see the screen. Like the sun was just, <laughs> even just daylight. It didn't even yeah. be sunny. Just daylight was just drowning it out. I had to go in the closet. And then looking at the caps back now, I'm like, man, people better go to their closet to look at these caps because they're still too dark even just looking at them. I but know. I, I do wonder like what a 4K theater experience would look like. I'd really love to see that um, Allosaurus, you know, facing off against the family that and the fire in the middle. Like, I want to see that Allosaurus in much more detail, but it's so such a dark sequence. Like, but it looks beautiful. Like, so I don't really want them to tamper with it and make it like not look beautiful because it, it does. It looks really, really good. Um, but let me let's get back to the question here. What do you prefer Mattel to make more of the three inch people? So the three and three quarters or or, or the Amber collection? Um. I, you, do you what, have do you have an answer? Amber, what's the Amber collection? So the Amber collection is the new stuff that's coming out at GameStop with the the old school JP Raptor. You have um, Ian Malcolm, Owen Grady, Blue. Um, they're they're bigger. I, I don't remember the exact. They're like six and a half inch, six inch, something like that. Um, so they're a bit bigger, supposed to be more detailed um, and have a lot more articulation. Um, I think they look okay, but they're just, I think their price point is a little too high for me. Um, How much for, are they going for? They're like 20 something to $30. Like, and it's just, it's a bit much. If you ask me, I think they should have been like nineteen ninety nine or something like that, because that's more in line with like the star Wars black series. Um, and it's just a little bit much for me. So I don't know how deep I'm going to get on the Amber collection. So I'd, I would personally rather have more, three inch figures despite me not really loving the three inch line um i've never been a fan of like three and three quarter inch um whether it's star wars or or jurassic i just really don't care for it even indiana jones like there's too small to be like highly detailed in their faces and whatnot and um the articulation is a little flimsy and i don't know i just don't really like them but um yeah that's my thing so but in this case i think i would rather have more three inch for me, um, I don't know. I, I would buy these toys just to display them or yeah. the, the people just to display them. And if they're small like that, they're kind of hard to display. So maybe I would go the bigger ones. But, yeah, that is a little expensive for what they are. Considering it's up to this point, everything's been really reasonably priced, like yeah, really reasonable. And, yeah, that's a little much. I don't know. Sure. And there's no Claire, so two dings right there. Yeah, that's but, a very, um, very, very fair assessment. The fact that like everything has been pretty cheap, like surprisingly cheap. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess if they're gonna gouge us a little bit here, um, I guess that's okay. But yeah, um, I mean, I mean, I'm very interested to see like what else is coming from the Amber Collection. Um, I know a lot of people are like, "Do you think they're gonna make a T Rex?" I'm like, I don't think so because I think that's just too darn big. 
you're talking scaled up on the six inch line like that's massive yeah i mean it's actually actually it what it would be is is the same scale as the um super colossal but if you're talking about a fully articulated better painted um version that's going to cost you like a hundred dollars or more so yeah i mean the colossal was one for like close to 70 or something and it when it first came out at some places so i mean anything bigger like that or even more detailed was way into the hundreds if mm-hmm. these figures are like 25 or whatever yeah yeah so there you go chance uh let us know what you think um the next one here is of uh mp3 from jurassic dave what's up dave hey brad hey jen hey how's it going this is jurassic dave 93 um, first off, I guess I would like to say congratulations to Jen on your marriage. Ooh, I really don't interact with you a whole lot on social or anything, but I couldn't help but see everyone's pictures on Twitter and Instagram, and it really looked beautiful and fun, and so congratulations on uh, getting married. Um, my question for the mailbag today is, now that dinosaurs are off the island and part of the human world, I was thinking that we could finally get to see dinosaurs in a climate that isn't a tropical one. Um, what kinds of dinosaurs or breeds would you like to see and in what new climate would you like to see them? I guess um, my answer would be uh, now that cloning might be open source, maybe another company could go ahead and clone a feathered Tyrannosaurus Rex. Maybe we get to see that uh, hunting down maybe a herd of elk in a snowy climate or something like that. But um, yeah, that's really my question for today is uh, what types of dinosaurs would you like to see in a new climate and what would that be? And thanks, guys. Have a good one. Hey, thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, so let's think here because I, I have like a few different climates and stuff like that that I've always wanted to see and uh, like a dinosaur in a certain location. I remember when I went to Africa for, for my honeymoon, um, I actually like photoshopped in, you know, on my phone um, that like uh, PNG of like the, the wrecks that they were using at the time back in 2015. Um and I put that like on the on Safari when I was sitting there taking pictures of like rhinos and stuff. And I'm like, that would be amazing to see dinosaurs in the desert. Um, and I, I love his idea about like dinosaurs in the snow. I think that would be really, really interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I think uh, especially with Battle at Big Rock, we're, we're, we're talking about that now. That's a big deal. A big deal is like all these dinosaurs everywhere, you know, being bred now in um in the wild so there's a whole lot going on and i i think um at least for me it would be a desert and i would love to see a snow um dinosaur at some point well i know that the snow is popular i think even before fallen kingdom like before that we've had discussions about like arctic and dinosaurs and even bringing back just other kinds like mammoths and stuff like that sure yeah and saber-toothed tigers and just stuff from the past in that way i know we've talked about that and that would be pretty cool honestly but um yeah i guess that's a can of worms of are they going to be creating new dinosaurs because he was saying like the the feathered like rex or something up in the snow like are we talking working with the dinosaurs we currently have that are out there or are we gonna be making some new snow heavy dinosaurs i i don't know and i don't know i don't know about that but i i'm into the thing of like the mammoths and stuff like that i know it's not dinosaurs but it's just cool that if they could do that with dinosaurs they could do that with anything and that's kind of interesting 
Yeah, it's funny because like Jurassic has never really delved into like what the outside world is doing with that technology, if anything. Um, and, you know, you don't really see anything about just animals being cloned or um, and now we're getting humans being cloned. So the technology is out there. It's capable. So they should definitely be able to do mammoths and saber tooth tigers or whatever. Um, and that would be pretty interesting to see. And certainly like with a, a third party, um, whatever company mm-hmm. out there that maybe purchased one of these dinosaurs decided, hey, we're going to go ahead and, and build some Arctic creatures. And, and that would be awesome. I would personally love to see some some like big lizards and stuff like that that we've never seen. Um, and yeah, I, I've got a feeling um, if they continue on with this canon in a specific way that we'll see dinosaurs in, in other countries. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just leave it. I'll leave it at that. I think it's just a matter of, are we going to be only seeing the dinosaurs that we saw that we've known so far, like just get released and breed or what, what have you, or get moved around and transported and bought and sold or are there people like that, as you were saying, doing that research and creating stuff under the table where it's just creating a huge mess? Like, I think that's a that's something that um, will really shift the story one way or another. And I, I'm mm-hmm. guessing they're going to want to open it up to more people doing stuff. But that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. There's definitely other camps out there. There's definitely other stuff going that. on. So, yeah, man. Um Hopefully that was good. Dangerous out there then in that case. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I I am excited to see them expand upon the the small amount that happened in California. Um, And like if all this is going on, how are they going to end it like safely or or at all? Because, you know, once it's out there, it's out there and people get information and knowledge and research. So I don't know how these movies are going to even end or come to an end or anything I don't, I don't think we have to worry about that right now you know we, we've gotten press releases and stuff about the big three and it says very interesting wording there about this is the third chapter in the series not necessarily saying this is the final chapter in the yeah, series isn't that something because that's like the first time we heard those words instead yeah. of three of three yeah and then colin is talking about the potential to do other things other series whatever it may be anthologies tv shows so it i don't this is definitely not the end like they That's will exciting. continue they will unless this movie makes no money but i think <laughs> at this point i i'm gonna safely go out on a limb and say it'll make more than fallen kingdom and it'll i think it'll get close to to jurassic world and i mean maybe by chance it'll pass it but i think it's gonna land safely in between fallen kingdom and uh uh, Jurassic World. So Jurassic World was like 1.6 billion, and um, Fallen Kingdom was like 1.3. So I, I think, think it'll, right. I think it'll be in the in between there, um, especially I'm, with the big three. It's gonna, it's gonna cause cause some chaos. If it's gonna be advertised as like as that, as like the big like accumulation of everything, and like the the big not finale finale, but finale in a sense of at least these three kind of movies, and have the big three in there, it's gonna have like that uh, infinity war or the oh, yeah. end game or whatever, like that kind of feel for this sure. uh, franchise. And I think that's going to, I think you're right. I think it'll be do much better than fallen kingdom. Sure. And um, I'll be interested to see how close it does get to Jurassic world. Cause I, I, I think there's already buzz for it and they're doing the live tour. Like there's a lot more going on here than there was between the other two. And I mean, you got the battle of big, big rocks thing. The toys are going, I think there's a lot of buzz already for this. Yeah. 
Yeah, so let's move on here to um, uh, a website f- submission here from White Tip Gamer. And subject is Jurassic World 3, so we're, we're keeping it going here. Um, and it says, hi, guys, hope you're well. In a recent discussion with James from Jurassic Unicast, we were talking about who could possibly die in Jurassic World 3. Owen came up, but it mostly boiled down to Blue or Rexy. Now, in terms of impact, Blue would probably have the most for, uh, of modern audiences, but Rexy would be more impactful to us old schoolers. Anyway, who do you think would die in the final movie? And out of Blue and Rexy, who do you think would have a more impactful effect on the audience? Cheers. Now, uh, White Tip Gamer here. We've definitely talked about this quite a bit uh, to you know a, a big extent. And I have said none of your options. Uh, I don't think that. No. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess Owen. Um, Owen is my option. I need Owen to die. I think he would he would be impactful um, in a certain way. I think it would be more impactful to see blue react to that. That's, that's where I'm st- like standing right now. If Owen dies, I want to see how blue reacts. If blue dies, I don't care how Owen acts. He's just going to be sad, whatever. That's it. Um, and then the story goes on. But if, if Owen dies blue, I, I really want to see how she reacts and that'll be really sad for me. Um, but um, did you have anybody in specifically out of anybody um, well, what you're just saying there is really sad. That's like a, a, a dog watching its owner die. I mean, yeah. that, that, you, that's you like s- the worst thing ever. You see that stuff online. You know, the dog that um, goes to the same spot that it went every day with its owner and now the owner's dead, but it still does yeah. it anyway. Or or the dog that goes to like its owner's grave and like yeah. lays on it. Like, And this is... This that's is a horrible. dinosaur, so how are they? How's that going to react? Yeah, that's Should be smarter. Should be smarter than anything out there, like especially blue. Like I can't, I do do not want to see her like just, you know, with her head just butting into to Owen, trying to lift him up, trying to push him, uh, just to wake him up. Heart, that'd be heartbreaking. It, but but um, like but like Owen doing that doesn't sound very sad to me. Like he, right, I would right. be sad for Blue for sure. But like I want to see the reaction. That's what I more care about. I guess for me though, like we've we've talked about, we've we had Rexy dead in the last movie, like before <laughs> before Fallen Kingdom, we had a whole discussion on how it would happen. It and would I happen. remember saying, I remember saying like, okay, well this this will be impactful. This will sure. kill us. This has to happen, and it didn't. And I'm saying the same thing again. The okay. T Rex has to die. It has to be impactful, and it'll kill us. Like it has to happen in this one. I really believe that, and I think. <sighs> yeah. it, should be not not like killed by something, but literally die of old age, but in the most like heartbreaking way. I think. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yeah, I yeah, I know we we tried to call that you know back before Fallen Kingdom. We did call the the, the like the way it would happen. Um, at one point, I know we did talk about like you know they're they're leaving the island, and all you see in the mm-hmm. distance is the is Rexy getting consumed by lava. So that did pan out just with a different dinosaur. Um, yeah. but, but between blue and Rexy, the most impactful for me would also be Rexy. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely be sad about blue cause I love that character. Um, but Rexy, you know, for us old schoolers, like you said there in the email, um, definitely more impactful. Yeah. I, I think you're exactly right. It's Rexy for the impactful character, but then blue for the impactful reaction. So, I mean, Owen blue yeah. reacting, Owen dying for the re- impactful reaction. So there, there are two different types, two different reactions, two different feelings, but um, both of them. Yeah. Would be painful. But Rexy yeah. has to die. I'm sorry. It does. Oh. She does. I want to see it. I got to have it. It got to break <laughs> me. It got to break me so hard. Cause I, I think it's the right way to go. I think you're right. 
Um, we're breezing through here, so let's move on to the next one. It's a voicemail from Charity. What's going on, Charity? Hello, my name hey. is Charity, and I'm a Jurassic mom. I have two little Jurassic lovers that love yes. everything they can get their hands on. So we've got them the little golden book, and they have some of the original toys, like the Explorer and some play sets and the dinos. But they also love the new toys and the matchbox sets, and they have clothes and sleeping bags, and they've seen the Lego movies and the gameplay compilations that they have on YouTube. We've also got coloring books. They play Jurassic World Alive, and they even cosplay as Lex and Tim. But my question for you guys is when do you think is the appropriate time to introduce them to the actual films? So my little ones are four and seven, and the closest we've gotten uh, so far has been to go to the parks and see, you know, ride the ride and see the raptor in person. And um, it was a little bit of a rough experience. <laughs> we had a lot of tears. So um, although I want so badly to show them the full films and they really want to see the films, I don't know maybe what's the best way to introduce it to them. So I'm wondering if you guys have some thoughts on, you know, maybe what's a good milestone or a good age to introduce the film, um, as well as maybe what's a good order. Um, I, you know, saw the first film when I was turning 12 that summer. Um, I had already read the book, and um, the first film came out, and my family, we, we all got in the car, and went and saw the first film in the uh, in the drive-in <laughs> during a rainstorm, and it was the craziest, most amazing experience ever. Um, but for me, the movies came out as I aged, and I saw them in order and didn't think anything of it. But now that I'll be introducing it to them for the first time, I'm wondering, would Jurassic World perhaps be a better way to introduce them to the film? So, anyways, just looking for your thoughts. And um, thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you, Charity. Um, some interesting, you know, things to think about there. Um, I love, uh, first off, you're, you're like raising them perfectly. Like, yeah, they're, 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 they're being raised yeah, right. Correct. They got everything. <laughs> like, so I think use your best judgment. But like, I know for me, I, I first saw them when I was six going on seven, I believe. So I, I never remember. I got to nail this down one day. But I know it was like. Yeah, it was 19. Um, all right, maybe let's just figure it out right now. So it was like maybe seven going on eight, I guess. Um, so I was right in there, um, right in there. So, you know, it's it's probably about time. It's You're getting close, at least for the one kid. Um, and yeah, I mean, I saw him in order as well, so I can't really – think of a different way it is interesting to think about maybe jurassic world first to start them off with something that they're more that's more relatable maybe because it certainly is a more relatable film for kids today um but i will say i feel like jurassic world is a bit more violent than jurassic park or or any of the other three original three 
Well, uh, you know, do you, think? you know what I would say though, because I was three when it came out, and I did not see it in theaters. But sure. I don't remember a time without it either. And you know why I I wasn't scared or anything was because my parents didn't make a big deal of it being scary. It wasn't an event. It was like if she just has it on, just put it on, and don't even tell them what it is, and just kind of have it on <laughs> in the background, and just don't make don't say, okay, we're going to watch this movie. It might be scary. Like don't prep them at all because they'll be scared of possibly being scared and then that'll just ruin the whole thing. So maybe just like put parts on here and there and just have it on as background noise or whatever. And if they're interested, they'll go over and be like, Oh, this is great. Like I'm so brave going over on my own, like watching it, you know, and it's cool. And then if they don't, and then they'll just like go in another room, like they probably won't want to deal with it. So I think not making it into a big production is the way to go. Cause I know a lot of people who've, want their kids to see certain movies that they grew up like that and they they're they prep them they over prep them and then they they say over and over again don't be scared it's not real don't be scared don't be scared and then they're scared before they even see the movie (laughs) so just like make it so chill just have it on here and there not even the whole thing just bits and pieces and if they're really interested in it be like oh this old thing you want to watch that sure i mean just be real chill about it i think yeah, I think that's that's a pretty interesting way to look at it. Um, I mean, you could also introduce them to like, I don't, I don't remember if she said that they watched the Lego stuff. Did did she say that at all? Oh, I don't think so. But that's a good um, one. Yeah. yeah, you could definitely check out the Lego stuff. It's it's certainly not violent at all, but it, it gets you used to the characters from Jurassic World and stuff like that. Um, and also, I think when it comes to the theme park stuff. That can be a bit more scary, certainly when you're seeing things in person. Think about like Santa Claus. Um, you know, when you watch Santa on TV, you're like, okay, I, I like I like seeing Santa on TV. But when you actually meet him in person, sometimes it's, intimidating. it's an intimidating experience. And I, I get that. So I think this is the same thing. It's like when you see a raptor on TV, you're like, oh, that's so cool. It's a raptor. And then when you actually go to meet it, you think like, oh, the kid's going to love it. But then you meet it in person, and you're like, oh, my God, it's kind of scary in person. Um, I and get you're it. Not, you're also not in the comfort of your own home, and you can't go in a room that you're comfortable with. You can't leave the room. Like, you can't change the channel. You're kind of just stuck in that environment. But by doing watching the movies at home, they, they do have a million escapes if, they, if, they don't, if they're not comfortable with it. Yeah, very, very good point. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, hopefully, you know, they'll they'll – accept it and they'll be curious and just uh not too afraid um but as far as the age goes that was her question the age i mean i might i i don't have kids but i'm just gonna say i think four and six four and seven i think she said those are pretty good because like i said i was yeah. three when, when i was when it came out and i know it was around me it was one of those things where it was just constantly around me and my dad was like teaching me dinosaurs and if you if they already know dinosaurs so you're already there oh, yeah and they're they're four and sevens. So, I mean, I don't think that's a problem, especially if you don't make a lot of pressure and make it a big event and prep them to be scared, as some some have seen parents do. Just be like chill about it. Four and seven are fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, Charity. Let's move on here to the next one, which is an, actually an email. Um, and guess what? Uh, did I not even write who it was from? No, I didn't. So let's go. <laughs> I'm going to skip this one because I have no idea who it's from. I'm going to try to look at, uh, who that was, but, um, let's move on here to an MP3, uh, from Nemo. What's going on, Nemo? Hello, Brad and Jen. It's me, Nemo, here again with another story slash question. 
I'm gonna try to go over this quick. So I want to know your thoughts about this. So I have two Jurassic Park toys um, uh, from the original movie and a lot of Jurassic World toys. And um, they said, and they came in my room and they said, why do you have these cheap Chinese Jurassic Park toys knockoffs? And I said, no, these are not knockoffs. You know, these, these are real Jurassic Park toys. And um, these, my cousins are around seven years old. And they said, but why the, do they look so cheap? And this one has screw holes under it and and stuff. And they s- said that it didn't feel right. And they said about the young T-Rex that it was rubber. And they said, why is it rubber? It's not a toy for two-year-olds. And it, they said it felt cheap and it was hollow and they didn't like that. They much more preferred the um, plastic, you know, the plastic dinosaurs, which um, they thought were like a real action figure. They felt quality and they felt expensive, like a real, they were about, you know, more heavy and that they liked that because it felt more, you know, quality. So... Yeah, and uh, I can agree, and I think it's much why people say the Kenner stuff are so good is because nostalgia. Even though they don't might they think like no, it's not the nostalgia. They generally are good, but I know um, from myself and stuff that nostalgia can blind you, even though you don't think it's the nostalgia talking. It it is. So I think that's a reason why, and. I was looking at this video from a Jurassic Park YouTuber who has criticized the new Jurassic World stuff a bit and said these <laughs> old Kenner stuff, they were so good and stuff. And yeah, some of them are and some of them aren't. But, um, you know, and he said, the, you know, I wanted them to be rubber, real feel and stuff. When I was a kid, I loved these. And nowadays, these plastic toys, they're so bad because they're plastic and blah, blah, blah. And then he did another video where he then went through his um, his uh, old uh, dinosaur toy box. And he said, like... It put out some bad figures like, oh god, this one looks so bad. It has sloppy paint jobs, an eye on his chin. But I remember that I loved these toys, these bad toys. So I guess I shouldn't have been so hard on the new ones. So yeah, bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> that ended he's out of here. <laughs> but he's very smart, like Nemo, dude. That was a, a great, um, you know, email or voicemail. I think like you, you hit, hit the nail on the head there. As far as like maybe what kids are thinking these days, um, I, I, I can totally understand kids not um, appreciating the old toys because of the cartoony nature of so many of them, um, and, and maybe even the, that rubbery feel. Maybe that's just kind of cheap feeling to some some kids, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely understand from like a, a realism aspect. A lot of the old toys don't really look all that natural. Um, but the new ones are, are nailing it in, in terms of like most of the dinosaurs look really natural, very good scales, all that stuff. So I can understand that. And I think it's almost in kind of like in the way that maybe kids today appreciate more the Jurassic World movies uh, than they do the old movies. It's kind of just this thing like and, and, and I know nostalgia has a, a big role in that. So 
I totally get you there. And you're, you're, you're like smart beyond your age there, man. Like the fact that you're talking about nostalgia in that way, I, I appreciate that. I guess kids taste change as the times go. And mm-hmm. I guess it's not cool to have rubber feeling toys anymore. I think rubber real feel is cooler than plastic as well, but I don't know, maybe the new kids of the day and what toys they have and what they like, they don't think that's as cool. So it's just a, a thing, I guess, a new generation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, people will look at Jurassic Park and say that it's boring because there's no action. There's, you know, there's a few action scenes, but it's not the whole thing. Or, you know, there's just a scene where they're eating ice cream or it's boring, whatever it may be. Because of these movies today are are so full of entertainment and action. Um, So it's understandable why kids today look at things in a different light. Um, And the toys are definitely no different. I do personally like the real feel myself as well. Um, but I will say I don't think the old ones are necessarily any better or or anything like that. I think the new ones are knocking it out of the park in, in terms of realism. And I don't really I'm not so critical as far as like the um, quality. I, I think the, the the quality is pretty good, but I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like the plastic. Um, that doesn't bother me. Um, there, we've gotten a few or at least one right uh, real feels. Um but yeah, it's 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 a weird dilemma. Um, but I totally understand any kid that doesn't really like the old stuff. Yeah, I guess. I mean, old stuff is old stuff for a reason, and they innovate and change and go with what's what's popular. And I mean, we still like the old stuff because I don't know, we're old, so you know, <laughs> you know I, that, you know that. I goes. know. Yeah, we all know. Um, but I, I think this is maybe like a a call to arms for people, like to to reach out to us and let us know. If you have kids, what like put the toys in front of them and say, which toys do you think are the better toys? I would actually be really interested to know what they think. And maybe yeah. that'll change over time. Maybe, you know, one day they like this one, one day they like that one. But initial con- initial thoughts, I would love to know, like, which toy, if you could have one of these toys and get rid of all the rest, which one are you picking? Um, because I'd be interested to see what kids are thinking these days. That would be interesting. That's an interesting experiment for sure. Yeah, Reach out, everybody. Let us know. Uh, You know, ask your kids. Um, So thank you, Nemo. I went back and I looked at uh, who that that email is from, and it's from Adam Sargent. So let's take a look here. It says, hey, Brad, hope you're good. It's me. Oh, my God. I didn't. (laughs) It says it's me, Adam, right there. Uh, I didn't didn't even need to go and look. All right, cool. It's me, Adam. (laughs) Thanks again for the awesome podcast. It never fails. Just listen to the recent episode regarding the updates to the ride at Universal Hollywood. <clears throat> Having seen a few videos, uh, I was eager to hear your thoughts and see if you felt the same way as I did. And for the most part, our conclusions were very similar. My honest opinion, I was very underwhelmed by it all. Aside from the Mosasaurus element, which was fantastic, but misplaced, I'll explain later, I thought the rest was wasted space and missed opportunities. I know you mentioned that they may add to it and some, and that some animatronics may be running in B mode, but I still don't think it will be as good as it could be, which leads me to my indirect point. I am going to be coming up with a story and design some graphics, artwork, and maps detailing my version of how I would update the ride, but this time Orlando. Staying true to the Jurassic World theme, but also appeasing the JP legacy, telling a three-minute story that includes everyone's favorite characters, landmarks, and of course, dinosaurs, both through practical and digital effects, focusing on uh, stimulation, uh, stimulating the range of emotions you should feel during the ride experience. 
Also using a few elements of Hollywood update uh, as some more excellent ideas. I will try to keep it within the realms of reality in terms of layout, space restrictions, uh, effects, and budget. But I'm an artist, not an engineer. This would be something, or would this be something you're interested in including within the show at all, whether through the mailbag or other segments? I'd love to hear uh, what everybody thinks. Um, so yeah, Adam, I, I'm very interested. So I don't know if you've been working on this since you um, sent this email, but um, I'm definitely interested to hear like what people want to see come, especially like to Orlando, because we always wonder if they're going to change that one. And it is slightly different, so there could be some different concepts in there. But um, I know one of the things that you mentioned here, um, or was it? You said you want to try to keep it in within the realm of reality, realms of reality. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point because I did a video over on YouTube recent, uh, a few months back maybe um, all about the concept art that was released for this ride. And there is a ton of stuff in the concept art that's just not realistic. Um, now, when you see that concept art, a lot of people are just, they just jump to the conclusion that uh, like, oh man, we didn't get this. We we missed out. This could have been so much better. But really that's not exactly the case because they kind of just do their pipe dream ideas and throw it on paper and say, this is what we want to do. Now tell us what we can do. Um, so I think that's a good way to look at it. At least, you know, you want to keep it realistic, not, you know, go crazy with it. Um, so I'm definitely interested in, in, knowing what you think and, and seeing what this, uh, uh, what this includes in your, in your version here. But, um, yeah, I'm certainly, I'm kind of like both underwhelmed and, uh, I like a lot of the elements. So it's, it's kind of like a weird, uh, dynamic there for me. Well, it is hard cause it is just an overlay and it was always just an overlay and it was never going to be anything sure. else. So I guess we had to just keep that in check because knowing they're not going to just, they're not going to make an entire new ride. They're not going to make huge adjustments. I mm -hmm. mean, all they did was enclose part of it and then just add a couple little touches in there. And I mean, that's kind of all I was expecting. I don't know if others, what they were expecting, but personally, like I, what I got was what I was expecting. So my, I haven't obviously written it yet, but my expectations from what I've seen match like what happened and, and that's okay. And I, and that's fine. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be a new ride. I mean, if you want to go all out and like completely redo this thing and like just really, really go crazy with it. Yeah. I, I can imagine there's tons of things that you could do, but um, for what they wanted to accomplish, I would say they did a nice overlay and that's what they wanted. So it's fine. It's good. I, yeah. I want to ride it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess if I had one piece of advice for everybody, it's temper your expectations when it comes to so many things. You know, um, we talked about Battle at Big Rock before. People just got out of control wishing for a 30-minute short film. Um, but, you know, it's eight minutes, so you got to kind of like dial it back a little bit. And especially when you hear something is um, like an overlay um, and not – it's kind of I I can kind of forgive people for Jurassic World the ride because they continually said new ride in their um, press releases and stuff. They constantly said new ride. So lies. I know. Yeah, it's totally lies. It's not a new ride. In no means is it a new ride. It's the same ride, just with some new elements um, and less elements in some cases. Yeah. Um, and and like I uh, like he said in the email there i had mentioned previously 
that there could be things added to it. I don't know how much would potentially or ever get added to it, but they are updating the animatronic, um, at least the um, Indoraptor, because we know that that is not the full Indoraptor. That is essentially just the head and the neck, but there is the full thing. So that should be added in sometime later this year, as long as things still go to plan. Um, so hopefully, I don't know. That's not gonna. That's not gonna make the ride a good ride. It's not gonna change anything. It'll just make maybe the ending a little bit more thrilling. But the ending was not so bad to begin with. So mm-hmm. it's all the other elements, like the the whole um, Predator Cove area. And I know people are disappointed with the fact that the there's no different dinosaur in the middle section after the Mosasaurus, you know, tank and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember exactly the differences between California and Florida, but you know, is it the, the hadrosaur or whatever that comes out of the water and like squirts you and it's the fully submerged animatronic or whatever it was. I, think I don't know what I think dinosaur that is. Both of them. But okay, but um, whatever dinosaur it was, whatever park that's at, the one that's fully submerged, the, the animatronic that's fully submerged and comes out of the water and like squirts you, like for for back in the '90s, for them to do a fully submerged animatronic, like that's kind of incredible. And I would think by now would get a mosasaurus to do that. I, I thought would get something like that to even like I know I think it comes from I think it shakes your boat because it like goes under your boat maybe, and then it um comes out of the water and scores you i mean you could do that boat shaking motion with like the the mosasaurus kind of coming out even further back so it's not like so you have a perspective going and it's not right in front of you but just you can even just like have the shark thing and then it it just come out of the water and and you're already moving before you even fully see it so it's not like they gotta go crazy with it yeah i don't know i just feel like that's a missed opportunity just for the fact that they they were able to submerge an animatronic like what 30 20 some yeah. 28 yeah, years ago is, or whatever that is great yeah and now they're going to use screens and they're just oh. going to cover up that whole thing and use screens when i feel like that's a missed opportunity that's the one thing that i was just like wow well, i guess there it is like, but there you go gonna... see but that's one of the things that you kind of have to temper your expectations because if you want a full animatronic mosasaurus it's gonna have to be like at least the head even the head it's gonna have to be bigger than the boat like that's yeah. just not Even feasible. Even far away, yeah. That's not be. feasible, you know. Um, it, it, I think it, they could have. They could have figured it out. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they've done so much so far with all these different rides and all these different innovent innovations. I mean, they could have figured out something for sure. I really do think the screen was a cop out, considering they know how to put an animatronic underwater for so many years. I'm sure it doesn't hold up well and they got to keep changing it out and stuff and fix parts. But yeah, I that's mean, the that's the problem they, they would, they'll never in today's day and age, they will never do that. Um, I know, it's just not practical, but I honestly think like, as far as the Mosasaurus section goes, that's the least of people's worries. Everybody kind of likes that for the most part. That's- that's my only that's my only thing just because I know <laughs> what they did before you know I yeah. know the cool effect of what they did before and well, then they said they're, they were putting an overlay on this ride and my yeah. mind went to oh well of course they're gonna do that I mean <laughs> they, common sense so yeah. the screen was a little hurtful to me but sure. I don't know everything else is fine now uh I everybody complains about losing out on that majestic opening sequence but that is one of the worst theme park experiences. Get, opening those, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but that, those doors opening up 
and you see that terrible Ultrasaurus, it's just, I, I never cared for that. And I, I don't know, I, I, maybe people see it differently than I did, but it always looked garbage to me. So I am, I'm perfectly fine with them ripping that out and putting a screen there. Um, well, I wish they would have done it in the middle because I think it would have been better placed in the middle. But um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was rough. That was always a rough thing. Then just like it didn't move until you got closer oh, and then God. it stopped move, moving yeah. when you were like under it. And yeah, that was a rough one. That one he had to go regardless of what yeah. happens here. I, I don't was, know. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching Snapchat tonight with my son, and we were like, we always like sit down for a few and just watch like what's going on in the theme parks in Florida. And um, one of the stories that was going on there, or I guess not a story that's on Instagram. Um, one of the snaps on there was like somebody on the ride in that exact moment with like the the ultrasaur, and I was like, oh god, it looks so bad. <laughs> it just it will never look good to me. So. I am glad that that other one in California is gone. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's always never looks good. <laughs> no, those ones always looked even worse too. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Adam. Let's move on here to a voicemail from Joe. What's going on, Joe? Hey, guys, it's Joe. Um, so I'm actually here to ask some questions because uh, I didn't ask any for the 200th uh, episode special. <laughs> Um, for two big reasons. One was that I couldn't really think of any. And another one is because I had never watched, an, I uh, never listened to an episode. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I was able to listen to the 200th uh, because I'm on vacation now and you spend a lot of time driving. And I was also surprised I got cellular signal up here in the middle of Maine. But... <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to ask a couple questions. So, first of all, uh, like, uh, what's your guys' opinion on the book? If you've read it, and if you haven't read it, you got to read the book. Um, and uh, did you think of any more questions? Or? I was wondering <laughs> uh, what movie, what spinoff movie would like to see next from the franchise? Oh. Uh, 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 Still there, uh, Joe? Would you like to see one from the pre-Jurassic Park era? Yes. Um, or maybe between two and three? Sure. Or why not? Between <laughs> three and Jurassic World. Personally, yes. I'd actually like to see one between Jurassic Parks two and three about okay. uh. About the creation of the Spinosaurus and the illegal cloning there. Yes, please. And I'd also like to see a um, a spinoff movie, maybe around uh, uh, Claire's um, nephews uh, with the di- hmm. trying to survive again with dinosaurs running everywhere. No thanks. But this time, post Fallen Kingdom. So yeah, that's hmm. just kind of what I wanted to ask, <laughs> and I just wanted to say hi. And, uh, well, thanks for your time, and congrats. I was there for Claire, and he lost him with nephews. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, all those. I love all those ideas. And then you said the, the nephews. I'm like, mm, no, thanks, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> it was like we'd like to see a, a, a spinoff of Claire. Yes, 
nephews nephews no um joe that's awesome thank you so much for checking us out you 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 know, killed me right there. That was hilarious. <laughs> you know, you didn't ask any questions. You couldn't think of any because you never listened before. So I appreciate you taking the time during your vacation, your drives, whatever it may be to uh, take a listen. That's that's awesome. So I hope you've kept up, even though you listened and then we stopped doing episodes for the most part. But um, yeah, we're back and uh, I hope you like it. So Joe, I want most of those ideas. I want prequel movies, um, I want prequel shows. I want all those things. Um, I never really considered, honestly, the in-between things. I never really uh, thought about what I'd like to see in between like one and two or two and three. We've thought, well, we have thought about in between three and four. That's for sure. We've Mm -hmm. actually talked quite a bit about what we'd like to see in there, but between the others, um, not so much. So I, I really would like to see that, you know, the idea about, you know, maybe the, uh, you know, the Spinosaurus being created. I think that would be really interesting because we, we know a little bit about it from the DPG site. Um, you know, they were experimenting on that. It was like seven dinosaurs or something like that. Um, and it was something, I was forgetting the exact, exact wording, but it was about like mixing the DNA in a certain way. So it kind of leads you to believe that like, maybe these are the the first hybrids and stuff like that. So that would be interesting to see for sure. Um, between one and two, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, with all the way that this whole franchise is structured, there could literally be endless stories in between each films, pre, sure. after, a whole thing. I mean, there's just time. There's so much time in between. And I mean, if we're in the, the universe that they're in, there's something happening. There's something happening somewhere always. So... There's endless stories. There's there's so many things. Probably even in between one and two, there's so. I mean, just put a creative person in there, and they, I'm sure they could think up some amazing, amazing stories that were going on in between, and just really tie them together. Sure, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to see like, um, you know, the whole buying up of the the, the whole property and everything uh, from you know Mizrani. I think that would be interesting to see like mm-hmm. what happened there and you know, the cleanup of the island and all that stuff. So that could be something set in between two and three and then carry over past three. Like that could be really interesting interesting to see. Um, Even after one, it would be interesting to see somebody go back to the island. Um, You know, that that, um, thing that everybody has always wanted, it could literally be uh, an hours later follow-up to one where somebody goes to try to find that DNA and they can't find it and and chaos goes you know wild and i would love to see something like that well you know me i'm always like in the whole um morality and aspect of it and responsibility and not really blame but fault i guess and human flaw and i mean in every one of these movies you have a portion of that and there has to be some kind of legal fallout after every single movie and yeah i feel like we got cheated on that on every front that's that's been brushed under the rug Every single time. I mean, what was Hammond's repercussions of it? I, I don't know. I mean, and and Claire, we know that got swept under the rug pretty quickly. So that's what's interesting to me. Like we watched the whole movie, we watched the whole fallout, but then these people have this burden on their shoulders, and it's their fault, and this happened, and it's, they're responsible. But yet, three years later, a new movie comes out, and it's like, oh well, we're fine. Like we we did a new thing. It's it's fine. It, everything's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I want that. I, I miss that. I, that's that's a whole level of 
human flaw nature and responsibility that they're skipping over. And that's like kind of what I really want out of these. The payoff of sure. the um of the mistakes, you know? Yeah. I I I know we talked about that leading into Fallen Kingdom and, and the repercussions that, you know, Claire or anybody from Mizrani Global would have faced, but um not really much to go off of there. Some stuff about Dr. Wu, you know, getting stripped of his um you know, doctorhood there. Um, but not much else really. Not much and, else. Everybody seems fine. Then. Yeah. And here and, we are with some interesting questions and I hope they cover something. I mean, we're, we're here again. They, they basically were at this event, this, this catastrophic, all these dinosaurs escape event. And they were there once again. This is the second time that they were there. And this time it's on a much bigger global, more dangerous scale. And you know what? It's probably going to come back in Jurassic World 3. It's fine. We're fine. We moved on. We're doing something else. We're we're working on it, but it, sure. it's fine. Like there's no legal anything going on. We're not we're not in any trouble. It's fine. Like you know that's where it's going to go, and that that's frustrating because I do want to see like the responsibility part and the, the the just the the guilt part and and all the human emotions that come with what they're doing. I feel like we're getting sure. the action and the fun of it, but we're not getting the the, the gritty part of it. Well, as far as like um, them getting in any kind of trouble or anything like that, I think that's not even going to be on the table. I know. Um, and, and rightfully so, to be honest, because there, there doesn't need to be any, anybody that knows that they were involved in anything. It could have been mm-hmm. completely off the table. I mean, if you look about the, uh, how this all started, you know, Mills contacted them to come out. So he doesn't need to document any of this. He's just like, Hey, there's a plane waiting for you get on it. That's plane's not documented. Come on, let's be honest. This entire trip was not documented. So by the time they make it back to the States and stuff, you know, starts going crazy, nobody knows about there them. There had to be though. There had to I be people so. working at that auction or somewhere around there that, that saw them and, and just, I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know if they recognize I mean, them from the park or not, but like just, there had to be somebody that would know. They were there. I don't think I, I, I even if there was, it's kind of like are is a criminal going to go to the cops? So here's the <laughs> no. here's the big problem that I got then. So then why were they in Fallen Kingdom at all? Because we already established that they um, them being in the movie or not did not really affect anything of the outcome. They were just they didn't cause anything. They're just running from it the whole time. And they were just at the mansion when this stuff was happening. They didn't really cause stuff they were just involved they were just there yeah and now if that's true and then no one even knows they were there they weren't even documented to be there then why were they in the movie at all like this wasn't even a movie for them then sure i mean they um well there there did need to be in a, in a, a reason because they did need claire claire's like um her hand key right? or hand or something literally yeah, right. it yeah so that that's the reasoning and like also saying we need you to help track down blue so then bring owen that really was kind of tangential to them actually just having needing the handprint or whatever but um they certainly i guess could have tracked down blue if they had just gotten into that bunker and gotten everything they needed um and they certainly didn't need owen to contain her because they just you know tranked her or whatever so mm-hmm. um but yeah, that one little element was enough, I guess. But outside of that, yeah, they just were following along, chasing, doing all that stuff. 
But yeah, I mean, really, nobody needed to know. And I don't think unless the cops came and captured some of these people, which I don't think ever happened, um, because anybody leaving that's not calling the cops because they're a bunch of criminals themselves. It's a it's a black market auction. That's they're not going to tell unless anybody they want to pin it on somebody else. But um... I, I just don't think they're going to get themselves involved. And by the time anybody shows up to see what happened, it's all all the evidence is probably gone and. You know, Doctor Wu's gone, and it, he would—he probably would have been the only one to rat somebody out mm-hmm. if he had been captured or you know um, arrested or whatever. But I don't think anybody's going to pay for this. Um, I think it—I think it will be a moral dilemma kind of thing where you know we need to figure out what to do with Maisie because she's a clone, and how do you you know handle all this stuff? So I think there should be enough conversation about moral issues and. Um, stuff like that and ethical stuff when when you bring in the big three it'll be interesting to see how they react to everything so I think there's going to be a good discussion around this movie um, hopefully more than the last and and maybe repercussions or you know stuff like that especially when the uh, the original three are involved because that's all they discussed in that first movie was how things are going to change I'm excited for that just the other day I I was telling Josh I'm like I want a table like a a Chilean sea bass table discussion but like times 20 I I just want a (laughs) lot of like emotions and and strong opinions and just confidence all around the board of people just saying what they think and and maybe the big three are getting these the, their stories of what happened like from the news and stuff and that's not always accurate and then claire and Owen are going to know like what really happened and that could be like a whole lot of um emotional just anger and frustration and who knows yeah that could be really good i want that see that's what i want so I know Joe didn't ask anything about what we just talked about. I, I know, but we wanted to, we wanted to go there. Obviously, <laughs> well, did, what did he ask? He <laughs> did ask if we've read the books. Oh, or book. I think he said book, maybe. But like, oh, I don't. I was it. like, what book? Um, I don't we we have, or I have. I've read the read. the first two, and and um and the evolution of Claire, which you've you've read. Oh, I've read that. Um, I read that. Yeah. So. We know the books. Um, we don't really talk about the books all that much because our conversations are so involved in the movie canon and stuff like that. So that's really where we stick most of our conversations. Um, but eh, from time to time, we discuss some little things that happen in the books. But I got to get back and, and reread them because it's been a little while. It's been a, just a few years since I've um, dove into them. Uh, but uh, Evolution of Claire, which was pretty recent, I like that one. I like that one. And, and as far as this this press release goes um, about the big three, it, it seems like maybe more books could be on our horizon. So I hope who knows? so. I, I think that's a really easy, um, I don't want to say easy, but better, <laughs> I don't know, cheaper way to uh, fill in Arjun. blanks. <laughs> Arjun, because, Arjun like- is laughing right now because I had said in one of my um, videos that it's easy money. It's easy money for them. <laughs> Now, to clear that up, I don't necessarily mean that it's it's going to be easy for them to come up with these stories and to release the information and all that stuff. But if they if they make it, that is easy money. Like it, it the money will just flow out of our pockets and straight to yeah. them. So I mean, production value for a book and production value for a TV series or something are very different. Oh, so yeah. a book's an easy way to tell a story and everyone will love it. And it's kind of what they want. So. And people always say the book's better than the movie in almost every case. So um, books are good in that in that way. 
Yeah. And I think honestly, it, it goes back to the question about the toys, the plastic versus the rubber. It's the same thing. If if you experience these books firsthand, you might like the books better. Um, I know that happens for a lot of people who read books versus the interpretations in the film. Um, so for me, um, I've you know read and I've seen the movies, but I personally like the movies better. Um, but yeah, there's certainly elements in the books I would still love to see come to life, but they're still mining from them. So who knows? Maybe by the end of this whole thing, we'll get each and every moment from the books. <laughs> But uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have um, an email here from Tobias. And it says, hey, dear Jurassic Park podcast team. First, thank you for your job. The many great reviews on the epic. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, many great reviews on the epic on YouTube. Okay. Um, I wish you all the best for the new year, 2019. Wait, the new year? Oh my God. This is Oh very, this no. Is... <laughs> How old is that? I think, honestly, I think I saw this one was from January. Oh, whoops. Um, uh... So I hope you all started well. 2019 has been great so far, Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's gone quickly. So if anybody is, is uh, this is me talking. Um, if anybody's like, you know, thinking I sent you an email and you haven't re- replied yet. This is why, because I have so many emails in the inbox and so many voicemails and everything that comes in there all at the same time. I'm still going through them at, at my slow snail pace. So let's go back to the bias here. <laughs> he says, I write from uh, the beautiful country of Germany. You have and have a big problem as a Jurassic Park fan from the beginning. I collect again the action figures on the subject. Huh? Okay. Unfortunately, Germany is supplied by Mattel only very sparingly. The new Dino Rivals collection will probably not appear here. Stores in Germany are closing their Jurassic sections now. The movie, this is all the way back in January. Uh, the movie hype is over uh, until a new movie comes out. I'm sure it's hyped up right now, man. Um, I unfortunately, oh, sorry, I'm reading the same thing. I have already ordered many articles about uh, from Amazon Unfortunately, some sets, for example, Destructosaurus copter set, are not available for delivery in Germany, even on Amazon. I could only order the Lava Surge playset, and with good luck on Amazon. Do you know perhaps a U.S. online shop which supplies also Germany and Europe? That would be very great. Thanks a lot for your answer. Greetings, Tobias. Hmm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. That is that is bad. That is really bad. Um. Let me, uh, I want to look into this real quick because I don't know specifically where they ship, but I think, um, I know entertainment earth is, is really great as far as getting things out worldwide. Um, I was just going to say them too, actually. Yeah. So let me, um, just see if there's any kind of information on their shipping for you. Um, cause I, I barely pay attention to all that stuff. So do you accept international orders? Yes, we have thousands of satisfied customers all around the world and will gladly ship to most countries. We are currently not shipping to Russia. So there you go. And Entertainment Earth has uh, a pretty, you know, extensive, uh, let me see here. Uh, They usually have a pretty extensive library as far as Jurassic is considered. Um, Yeah, so I'm seeing here we got Funko. We got Lego, we got the Alpha Training Blue Robot, we got uh, Mattel stuff here, they have the Amargosaurus, Um, they got dual attack figures, they got plushies, they have 
super colossal blue. So you got all kinds of stuff here. Um, yeah, I don't think, um, I think you should check this out if you haven't already. You probably have by this point, hopefully. <laughs> Entertainment Earth. everything by now. Yeah, Entertainment Earth is a great place for worldwide stuff. Uh, maybe the shipping might be a little high. Um, I I know it is even here. Like it, it, their prices tend to be a little bit higher for items, um, but they're they're offering it to places that can't necessarily get these things. So, um, and their pre-orders come up like real early. So, like right now, they have the Jurassic World Sound Strike Edmontosaurus, which is it says coming in December two thousand nineteen. So we know that's supposed to be a twenty twenty item. Um, so and that's from the um primal attack line i believe so that's that's interesting i mean they have a lot of these things the another pachycephalosaurus coming next year tarbosaurus uh, uh sauropelta posasuchus cryolophosaurus so a lot of stuff that's upcoming um most of these all say december um whether they actually ship in, De- ship in december i don't know sometimes things get delayed um but yeah i mean they even have stuff from like chronicle on here which is which is cool so yeah entertainment earth check it out check it out tobias because that's a a good spot to pick up pretty much as much as you can want um it's definitely worthwhile um but yeah that's that's about all the info i know there's another site um i'll try to look it up in in the meantime but uh yeah let me move on here to the next one so This comes from Rowan. It's our buddy Rowan. Uh, Let's take a listen to his MP3. Hey, Brad. Hey, Jen. This is Rowan. Uh, Hey, I just want to say I was sorry for not uh, calling into the mailbag for August, and then I was listening to it, and I heard a repeat of mine. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. But uh, anyway, uh, I will keep this one short. Um, I think it was something I wanted to ask in the past, and I always keep forgetting, but... uh, was wondering what your guys' favorite scenes in all the franchise, all the movies, uh, that doesn't include a dinosaur. Um, and I could go on about all the favorite scenes I have, but I'll just tell you that my favorite, and it's always my favorite, anytime Hammond says, there it is, to the island, and the whole, the whole helicopter scene, and the landing, and Grant tying his, uh, seatbelt in his lap and that's that's got to be my favorite scene without a dinosaur so anyway i'd like to hear yours and uh yeah i'll try to uh, keep calling into the next one all right thanks bye favorite scene without a dinosaur all right so i'm gonna put a stipulation on this because we've talked about this one scene a lot i i am nixing the flea circus scene oh <gasps> you didn't <laughs> I I knew. Uh, come on, I I knew you would go uh, right there. We've talked plenty about this scene, so let's let's dig I up something else. <laughs> I know I have no idea either because my my the first one I went to in my head was the ending of the Lost okay. World, and I'm like, wait, there's just dinosaurs in yeah. the entire scene. I uh, think I could do this though. I think I could do. Oh wait, no, you took away my flea circus, so I'm stuck on that. <laughs> I could do Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, do whatever. Um, I mean, I could do those. You know, I don't. Let me skip ahead. But did, yeah, I mean, do whatever you want. I, yeah, go ahead. Um, well, okay, those two. Like, I, I was thinking. Okay, Jurassic World. Um, 
I'm trying to like run through my head really quick, but I'm sure if you ask me this every week, like my answer will change, but probably right now the instinct with the no dinos is the moment whenever, um, the Indo. Okay. This isn't, this is, this is happening. Not off, off, off screen. My favorite moment is the non dinosaur part, but when the Indominus is attacking the ACU people, in, in that side of things and Claire's on the other side and she's just watching it happen and this whole like transcendent of events happen and, and Ms. Ronnie's like mm-hmm. there and like this whole thing is have just her side like every time it cuts back to her that whole part like the whole like the the control stuff and just the whole thing on her side the non-dinosaur just her reactions to it and like how everything's changing and how they're not going to reopen and like the whole thing that whole part that's my favorite part, um, non-dinosaur related. Uh, Fallen Kingdom, it's definitely the um, the the stuff where Claire and Mills is at the table and he's like shooting the mm. dinosaurs on the table and she's all like old style Claire there. That's that's my old my old Claire. So that scene and then the, that stuff in Jurassic World. Now the other three may take a moment. <laughs> yeah. Um... I don't know. I, I like have a hard time thinking about. Um, I think Fallen Kingdom, it would have to be like the moment that um, Claire first shows up at at the estate. I think that's a pretty great one. Um, mm-hmm. At least off the top of my head, these these all might change at some point. But yeah, I think that one's pretty great um, because it it sets like kind of like a a flea circus type setting. You know, there's there's it's a long scene. Um, there's just conversation and they're discussing plotting doing all these things so i think that's a pretty good one jurassic world oh man um i i guess i would have to go um i don't even know if he asked for all of these but um i would have to go Mizrani and and um dr Wu co- having that conversation in the office about like you know the the ethics behind what they did um i think that's a pretty great scene um the canary to the cat mm-hmm. conversation. Um, hmm. Jurassic park three. It's definitely, and it kind of, I think it culminates with the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know if it's the same moment. It might not be. Um, but when grant and, and Eric, no, Eric. Yeah. How could I forget? Uh, <laughs> um, when they're talking about the, uh, astronomers and the astronauts, I think that's a pretty beautiful moment. The Lost World, um, for me, it would have to be when they're transitioning from the uh, facility that they're at where they're getting the vehicles prepared um, to, you know, them leaving the island. So them, them or not, not the island, leaving that place, getting on the boat, like that whole sequence, the whole journey to the uh, Malcolm's journey moment. I love, 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 love that that entire scene. So you see like Kelly in the in the RV, and then you see like them on the boat, and then you see the the music just like hits a high note there, and just like they're traveling, traversing across the island. That is one of my favorite moments. And then Jurassic Park. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything? I was gonna say when they're up in the tree, and Alan has mm-hmm. the kids, but there there's dinosaurs kind of there. But it's not I don't not picking that scene because of the dinosaurs. It's more that he's just kind of there with them and staying with them overnight and cheating. And 
Huh? <laughs> I said you're cheating. There's dinosaurs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're they're there, but they're not in they're not in the scene part. Like after they've already moved away, like they've already done okay. the sneezing. And it's yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've already they're already gone, and they're just like in the tree, and you can kind of hear the dinosaurs, but they're they're here. They're having that moment, just the moment of him like taking care of them and staying overnight, and just like that moment, I guess. <sighs> You're taking out the flea circus. You're not leaving me with much. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess actually I, I could say like the the lunchroom scene like that. That's pretty great. Oh, duh. Um, I, I was thinking out of the box. Of course. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's that's I mentioned it earlier. I just mentioned how amazing it was <laughs> earlier. Um, if I had to pick something else from that. Oh, man, I don't know. I'll just stick with that or or. um. I don't know. Maybe like uh, I think it would have to be Grant and Malcolm having like the uh, the power conversation about like uh, what's to be afraid of. It's just a little hic- oh. hiccup in the power. Like I didn't say it was. Af- I didn't say that it was afraid. Well, you know, all that stuff like that. That's that's Kids one of my favorite. Scared. What's to be scared of? You know? Yeah. But that's one of my favorite moments right there. So. Yeah. And Rowan, I thought it was hilarious. You know, you brought up the fact that we repeated your question. And it was like one of those things where like I played the whole thing and then we started answering and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, this is really familiar. Wait a second. So now I'm like worried every time that like one of your anybody's voicemails or emails are going to be repeated. So I'm trying to like archive everything appropriately. So try not to make the mistake again. But uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, let's move on here to another voicemail. I actually don't think I caught the name on this one. Um, here we go. Hello, Mr. Jost. This is hey. your doctor calling in regards oh, wait, to the what? appointment the other Wait, my doctor? How did he get <laughs> how did he get the podcast phone number? What is happening? Did I get did I give him the wrong number? The day. So um, there has been some complications. Uh we oh, need no. you to come back in. <laughs> um, should I be playing this? I don't know. What's happening? Uh, uh, you told me to call you at this number, so uh, just wanted to let you know. Please call back at. Uh, just kidding, Defender. <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? Sorry, That's I couldn't good. make it in for the 200th episode. Um, I've been really busy with you know a new full time job and all that stuff. Anyway, I was just wondering. So people like Aaron and Jen obviously are big time contributors of the podcast. How might one get in contact with some of the people who run the podcast, like, you know, you and Jen and Aaron, and become another big contributor? I, myself, uh, love writing. I always got good grades when I was in school on my papers and things like that. So I just thought it would be really interesting if I could write articles or little pieces for the podcast, maybe put them on the website or uh, do things on YouTube with you guys. Uh, I'd just love to be a part of the show. I love it so much. I've been listening to it for, I think, over a good year now. I've called it a couple times before. Not sure if you guys remember, but uh, anyway, I just thought it'd be really cool if I could reach out and, you know, if anybody else out there is wondering the same thing as me, like how to be a part of the podcast. I just thought it'd be really good to, you know, let people know how they can contribute and let people know that, you know, the Jurassic Park family and community is an open place and a friendly place where everybody can have a voice. Thanks, guys. Also, congratulations, Jen, on the wedding. Bye. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, so all right. So before we get to that, I I wanted to point out um another site that I, I was I was looking for this this whole time. Um, I forgot what the website was, but it's Jurassic-Toys.co.uk. Um, I know they have a lot of Jurassic toys on there as well. 
Um, I don't know if they ship to um, Germany or not, but uh, for anybody else that's out there is looking for stuff, that uh, that's another spot for you. But um, yeah, so Ender, man, you, you scared me there. I was like, because I think I remember <laughs> talking on like the last mailbag that like I... Where was I? I, I, was, I went somewhere and I, I gave the wrong phone number and I started to give like the podcast phone number instead of my cell. So I think that's that's definitely that's what like it was. a legit fear too. that you had there. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, did I give out the wrong number? Um, but yeah, as far as uh, getting in touch about and I'm laughing about this because I know I know I have a few in my mailbox that I've I, I've noticed recently. Um, and I, I'm sorry, I have not gotten back to people about this just yet, but we've been so, so busy. And if you've been following along with any of our content, we've been going all over the place, trying to cover as much as possible. And and I've been on vacation a, a bit recently, so and I, that's no excuse, but I, I got to get back to a bunch of people. So shoot me an email, hit me up anywhere you can. If you need to contact me, if you need to DM me, um, do whatever you got to do. Hit me up on Twitter. I am at Brad Jost or the podcast Jurassic Park Pod. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Do whatever you guys got to do. Send us that email. Um, call like Ender did. That's that's a good way to, to make make me aware of it um, because sometimes these emails just kind of get by me. Um, so definitely, if you guys want to get in contact about a new segment or becoming a part of the team, feel free to like bug me. Because I'm again, I'm I'm super busy that I tend to forget, and most of this is like I appreciate everybody that is a part of the team, like you, Jen, and others out there, like Aaron and and everybody else that you know that is a part of this. But like so much of it is run just by myself, so I tend to be forgetful about a lot of things. So definitely pester me about this and um, I'll do the best I can to get everybody involved. And we have a lot of new stuff coming up. So keep your ears, you know, uh, tuned to the podcast because we got a lot of new stuff coming up and I think you guys will like it. And, uh, you know, one of the things I ask is that if people are trying to come up with something or want to be involved, pitch something, you know, like let me know what you want to do. Take a look at what we already have. So try not to, you know, step on anybody's toes that already has a segment or anything like that. Come up with an idea and let me know what that idea is. And I'll help work together with you to try to come up with a segment. And, you know, so while I said I've been trying to respond to people or I haven't gotten back to everybody, it's because I'm still in development with a few other new segments and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's a whole lot of stuff. And uh, I think you guys are going to like the new lineup that we got and the new stuff that's coming your way. So definitely, definitely reach out and, and get involved because we're always open to more people. But yeah, so I don't want to spoil it, but I know, Jen, you got something else new coming up too. So that that's going to be interesting for people to keep an ear out for. I got stuff. I was going to say some stuff at the end whenever you're like, Jen, where can they find you? And then I'd be telling you my list of stuff I'm working on. And I'm going to throw that in there. So okay. stay tuned for stay the tuned. end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ender, reach out. Let us know um, the next one here, which uh, I think we'll I think we'll end it on this one. Um, this one, where did it go? This one's from Ethan. Ethan, I think that said Ethan. Let's let's take a listen. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Brad. This is me, Ethan. Um, um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, and for the this, um, for the mailbag, I wanted to ask you. 
Um, even though this is not a, necessarily a Jurassic Park related question, it is a dinosaur related question. But I wanted to ask you and Jennifer, what are your guys' thoughts on, um, I believe it is Dan Karanofsky's Primal. This is a new TV show that's made by the same guy who did Samurai Jack. And I really wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, I know it's not Jurassic Park, but I think it's something really cool and something really that you guys might be really interested in. Like, in a sense, it is 10,000 BC meets Mortal Kombat. Let's just put it at that. And, um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, um, love the podcast, really love the Jurassic Wire and keep up the good, uh, keep up the good work. You guys have a nice day. Awesome, dude. Uh, thanks for reaching out. Jen, have you heard anything about this uh, TV I show? I have never heard that before, no. No? Okay, Mm-mm. so I, I have. And um, it's something that's going to be on Adult Swim um, pretty soon. I think um, maybe at the beginning of October. Um, and it's it's pretty crazy looking. Let me actually see uh, if there's a trailer here that we can maybe play. Um, I, and I don't know how how good it's going to be to play the trailer because there's supposedly no dialogue in this show at all. Um, Let's take a listen here. Yep. Definitely no sounds, just music. So basically, let me actually, um, I'm going to go back and I'll just describe what's going on. So it says, uh, it starts off with a few bit of words here. It says, all earth, oops, it went away. All earth was but one thought. And that, and that was death. Oof. And that's from Lord Byron, a quote. So it starts off here with a caveman with a spear going through a jungle. This is all animated. And then there's like a, looks like a theropod T-Rex following. And then it's like a snowy climate, which we were talking about before. We'd love to see dinosaurs in snow. So here you go. Um, There's a, it looks like a caveman dragging something. And then you have that, like a T-Rex or something up ahead this time. Sunset looks like um, Lion King. Ooh, smash with some big words here. It just says hunt. Caveman's running through the jungle with a spear, chasing something. Now he's running somewhere else. Oh, there's a T-Rex. Running, running. Now he's riding a dinosaur. It says kill. Oh, no, there's a a mastodon. Oh, the guy is raging. Oh, and he stabs the mastodon. Oh, this is brutal. Yeah, I, I remember this is very brutal. A lot of smashing going on here with a rock. Oh boy. T-Rex bursts in. Survive. More riding dinosaurs and raptors on the side. This is this is pretty killer. A snake. <laughs> Carnotaurus. More fighting. Oh man, this is pretty crazy. That was like a pteranodon looking thing. Caveman. Okay, Spider. Primal. So this is Gennady Tartakovsky. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's produced some really great stuff. This is going to be an Adult Swim October 7th. Um, 
and it is it is supposedly a very very brutal show um as far as like graphic dinosaur human violence is concerned uh, or dinosaur on dinosaur violence it's pretty brutal there's a lot of blood so i would definitely not watch this with kids um so charity do not start with this show <laughs> maybe wait animated? like 10 more years or it's it? it's animated yeah um so it's it's very like something you would see on cartoon network but don't confuse that with the fact that like this is made for kids because it's definitely not um it's on adult swim um i don't really i don't think i have a cartoon network or anything so uh i'll have to see about finding this but i know it's supposedly like uh just a few short episodes i think it's maybe like four hours worth of content or something like that maybe maybe even less um but um it's supposedly really really good and i think i think it's about this so i think a dinosaur like uh eats this guy this this caveman's family and then the guy the the caveman's tries to track down the dinosaur so i think that's essentially what it's about it looks pretty insane i'll probably try to check it out if i can um and i'll i'll try to talk about it at some point in the future i actually did plan on discussing this in the future in some sort of episode so uh, maybe we'll get somebody on to to talk about it. And hey, I mean, if you want to call in and talk about it again, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, Jen, do you have any interest in seeing anything that sounds brutal like this? Um, I'm not sure. It's not really the brutal stuff that's turning me off of it. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I never really was into that anything on Adult Swim. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll look at it. We'll sure. See. Yeah, I, I haven't really... Um... Like I said, I don't have that channel. I never really checked out anything on Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, whatever. Um, but um, I'm definitely interested in this. It's it's one of those things that's like, we don't really have a whole lot of dinosaur content outside of Jurassic for us. Um, and this certainly seems to be something that I know a lot of our listeners will be into. Um, I know we do have a lot of younger listeners. Please don't probably check this out. But um, people do ask constantly uh, what our thoughts and opinions are about getting an R-rated Jurassic Park, you know, or, or, you know, something a little bit more akin to the books. And I know, you know, we were asked about the books before and how brutal they are. So they're pretty gory and, and, um, violent. Um, and I know a lot of people want to see that happen, maybe on like an HBO series eventually down the road where like they turn this, the books into a series or something. Um, but this is a a good outlet, I guess, for people who want to see something a little bit more, um, adult centric. So True. yeah, definitely can't, check can't that have out. Have options. I mean, the more options, the better, really. So yeah, and what did I say? That's um, October seventh. Um, Ten. Oh no, sorry. Um, do I have a time here? It's probably late, right? Isn't isn't uh, Adult Swim like at night? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't say here might even be after midnight all right so no it doesn't really say but it looks like it might be screening yeah it looks like they're actually screening it in like a theater or something too oh wow um yeah it's a limited run in downtown la um at at the downtown independent la um from september 20th to the 26th okay so guess what already happened (laughs) 
<laughs> it's over. So forget I said that. It's over. Um, but yeah, check it out on Adult Swim October 7th. But yeah, that's it. That's it. We got a lot of stuff left over. I know there's a lot more emails. There's a lot more voicemails. But I'm going to save that for next time so we don't go too, too deep. Um, but Jen, thank you for joining me again in October. It's been so Always long and it was pleasure. so great to finally do this again. Yeah. I know. I mean, like you said, we got a whole lot more to go, but hopefully the news chills like for a sec so we can kind of <laughs> catch up and get back into things and get, I, mean, I don't want to say caught up because I don't know if that's possible, but no. close. <laughs> we'll catch close. up and then we'll finally start talking about the news, hopefully. So yeah, I'm excited though to to hear people's um, questions and comments about Battle at Big Rock and the, mm-hmm. the big news and stuff like that uh, and Jurassic World Live Tour. Um, and the three coming back. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of questions about what do you think about the three coming back? I'm yeah. Sure a lot so that. do you know when um, Jurassic World Live Tour is hitting your area? I believe it'll be hitting me in November. Okay. Middle, possibly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to sure. check it out right now. But I know it's not coming to me until 2020, um, even though I've already seen it. But um, it's uh, it's definitely something I'm checking out multiple times again. Because it's going to be hitting in like Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Newark, New Jersey. I'm going to check out as many of those as I can. But uh, yeah, it looks like Hershey is November 21st to the 24th. Okay. So yeah. anybody and out I, there no, or Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is yeah. Much sooner. I think October is 24th. October. Yeah. October yeah. 24th to the 27th. So. And I is will it? be out there for a Steeler game on the 28th. So Ooh. I don't know. We will yeah. see. Yeah. I will be so seeing it though. Definitely see it go multiple times if you guys can it's it's worth it <laughs> um but yeah so jen what what's going on with you like where can people find on? you where where are you on the internet these days oh where am i not these <laughs> days let's see well i'm here with you okay um and i also do a little thing called the bryce dallas howard network um i do oh, geez, too many things like all the updates of the website all the gallery the videos all that stuff and i also do a magazine for that and we're doing our third issue and for this issue i have a bryce interview for this one. so an exclusive interview uh for my magazine from bryce which was really nice of her to do that and i think hopefully i'm working on it now still but hopefully by the time you're listening to this podcast I hope it's released. If not, it's very, very close to being released. So you could, as soon as you hang up on this podcast, everyone can just run to BDH Network Twitter or the website or anywhere you want to go, which is BryceDHoward.com, and go check out that issue because there is an exclusive Bryce interview that you can only find there that, that was for my magazine. So that's happening. And I also do the Jurassic Vault. So anytime you see any need any caps or anything like that or stills or place to go for Jurassic um, pictures of all the movies and all the posters and so forth. I've been working on a collection archive, all that stuff. So that's at the Jurassic Vault. Am I doing anything else? I don't know. I don't are think you? so. I think that's all for now. I think that <laughs> takes up every second of my life. All of that stuff. Yeah. Well, you did mention there was something else coming. All right. I mentioned it and you said stay tuned. So should we tell them or some lovely folks have reached out to Brad and I and they are fanfic writers and they wanted to mention that there's that's not really represented on the podcast or yeah. much in anything in fandom really there's not really a place for for fanfic 
And I know a lot of people in the fandom love it. A lot of people are unsure. Like there's just a lot of things, a lot of mixed feelings about it. And um, they approached us and they made a very, very valid point that is not represented. And I'm like, well, you know what? I, I love fanfic. I, I'm not ashamed of it. I've loved it in every fandom I've ever been in. So I just can't write it. What crap. But I respect the people who can. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, we'll, bring them on and I did a, an hour segment like an intro somewhat of an intro um about fanfic and just thoughts on it and like what kind of works they do and why people might want to be interested in it and even though if it's something that you hear about and you're like well I don't know that's weird that's so many thoughts I mean we made a lot of good points of why you should give it a shot I mean the ev- evolution of Claire kind of had the same idea behind it people were like Ah, that, that's weird. That's not something I'm interested in. But then they read it and they were like, you know what? That was actually a really great book and that had a lot of elements that I'm interested in. And there's something for everyone in fanfic. So we, we made a lot of good points. And I, I encourage you to listen to that podcast when it comes out. And maybe um, in future segments, you can give a, a, a thought, an idea, anyone listening who writes fanfic and would like to be part of it, anything like that. I mean, it's in development, but I do think fanfic writers and readers deserve a voice just as much as graphic artists or video makers or toy Mm -hmm. people like they're a part of the fandom too a big part so i want to give them a voice if i can do that so absolutely uh, that's my my new segment i guess (laughs) yeah that'll be awesome we'll we'll reveal more details about everybody who's involved and what's going to be happening and when it's going to be airing soon so stay tuned um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to finally get stuff out there as far as fan fiction is concerned. And I know we were asked about the books before. Um, it, we, it would be great to have like stuff about the novels out there as well. Um, but yeah, for now we're, we're sticking with fan fiction. So stay tuned because there's there's definitely a lot of great stuff out there. Um, and we'll we'll give you more information as soon as we have the dates available. Um, but yeah, thank you, Jen. And uh, I guess I'll see you again Yay, in November. Thanks. I will see you. I will I will talk to you in yeah November after Halloween and the whole thing. We'll come back after Halloween. Why does there have to be an after Halloween? There never should be. You know, it's just the greatest time of the year. It is is the greatest time right now. It really is. I don't ever want it to not be spooky. It's the best, honestly. (laughs) End of September, beginning of October. We're living it. All right, I'll see you in November. Okay, I'll see you. Take it easy. Bye. Thank you so much for for listening to the 204th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. It means so much that you guys stick around, you listen through the entire thing. And uh, especially hear me rant even more here on the end of these episodes. Of course, a big thank you to Jennifer for joining me here today in the Jurassic Mailbag. You know, it's always just so much fun recording these episodes with Jen, getting to know her between the chats uh, before and after the show and, of course, during the show. And I am just so excited for her and Josh's future and, and just to see their family grow. We had such a blast at their wedding a little while back and and now this is happening. This is awesome. I am so happy for you guys and so glad to be so close with you and, and just to call you friends. So, uh, and also for the mailbag guys, you guys are, are so awesome. Thank you to everybody 
who reached out this week or this month uh, for the Jurassic Mailbag. Uh, well, I, I say this month, but also it's been for the past many months. I, I'm still catching up on Mailbag stuff. So like I said, hopefully um, hopefully next month, uh, you know, between the next few months, we can start catching up on all that juicy stuff that uh, the Jurassic fandom has been covering of late. So I'm really, really excited for all those. And just remember, if you want to uh, call our voicemail line, you can do so at 732 725-7763. You can email us your audio files or your questions to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you could head to our contact page at JurassicParkPodcast.com to fill out our contact form. And now I'm going to go ahead and read a review so at, while we were gone, I know there's some reviews left, um, uh, you know, over on Apple Podcasts. So please, if you haven't left us a review, if you're a new listener, please go leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Give us five stars. That would be amazing. If you don't feel like it, that's fine, too. Um, but I want to go ahead like I do each and every episode and read a reviewer who took some time to write a review because I appreciate you guys so so much you're the reason we're doing this you're making this all happen so this one comes from our buddy rowan carey hey man thanks for for being a part of the mailbag all the time i i love that you call in and this one says best jurassic podcast oh i already messed up i am so good at reading it says <laughs> it says best jurassic park podcast i can't even read the title of my podcast right <laughs> leave a review about that come on um and it also says if you love jurassic park then you'll love this podcast i especially love the uh man i especially love the call-in mailbag episodes i can't oh my god what is happening what is happening here i'm gonna start over (laughs) this is i'm just this is happening if you love jurassic park then you'll love this podcast. I especially love the call-in mailbag episodes. It allows fans to interact and bounce ideas off of each other. All in all, great insight on all things Jurassic Park. Rowan, you should probably go back and uh, edit this to just say how much I am uh, terrible at at reading and speaking, uh, obviously, due to that last sentence. So, man, I don't know why I keep these in unedited, but there you go it's happening um so yeah man i appreciate that and um i do you know i do really love the call-in episodes i think like you said it allows people to interact bounce ideas off each other people are hearing ideas from other people and you know not just us hearing your ideas but i think the listeners are hearing your ideas as well which is really cool just to hear everybody exchanging ideas and sometimes just the 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 mindset of the fandom at that moment is so so like tied together that sometimes everybody's calling about the same thing or you know like some random topics that you'd never expect people to talk about it's really really great and i know i am catching up on a lot of stuff still so please keep sending stuff in i always appreciate that but uh yeah these are these are so much fun to do and i love hearing from you know some of the staples like you rowan and some of the new people like i love hearing from new people uh that is just so fun for us here on the mailbag is hearing from new new listeners or people who just have been listening for years and just never decided to call in until now you know when you're listening to the radio and you you hear people say like uh for like a sports radio or something like that they're like first time long time you know they've been listening for a long time and this is their first time calling that is 
that is something you guys do here too, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, Rowan, and uh, thank you to everybody else who who has left a review, who's going to leave a review. I appreciate each and every one of you. So we're going to end this episode. I'm going to depart some advice on you guys like I do. I try to do this each and every episode just to kind of uh, you know, start you guys off on a good note for this week. And this week, I just want everybody to be nice. You know, I think I think so much could happen in the world if we just are nice to each other. You know, it doesn't take much. It just takes one second of your time uh, just to to be kind, to open a door, to say thank you, to be nice to somebody, to give somebody something. You know, um, this past weekend, we were in a park with my son and somebody had these like Ziploc bags that they just left on a swing. And there was a little note inside and it said, you know, here is a, a book. You found this. Please take it home. Uh, read it. Enjoy it. And then if you feel the need to pass along a book, pass a book along. Like it was really interesting to see that. And um, I just like when people are nice to each other. Sometimes we all tend to be a little mean or, or aggressive or uh, just don't care and i think you know we all are guilty of that i'm certainly myself and i i try to do this i'm trying to be nicer to everybody especially when the world is just sometimes a scary place let's just try to be nice to everybody so thank you everybody for listening to this episode i really really appreciate you all why don't we go ahead and roll the credits saddle off let's get this movable feast underway please give us a follow on twitter at jurassic park pod and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to subscribe. Also, don't miss our toy hunts and reviews, in-depth bonus content, live streams, gameplay, events and theme park coverage, and so much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of every episode, so please be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode show notes, wonderful articles, bios from our contributors, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or email us, JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.